Welcome to the Bulldog Butler Podcast. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Bulldog Butler Podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved. The Bulldog Butler does not verify for accuracy any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Please consult your veterinarian before making any changes in diet or well care practices. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only. Advertising, which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast without the expressed approval and knowledge of the Bulldog Butler or Bull Lobster site is forbidden. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. The developers of the Bulldog Butler podcast site assume no liability for any activities in conjunction with this podcast or for the use of this podcast in conjunction with any other website, computer, or playing device. Hi, James. Okay. (laughs) All right. This is part part two. We're still talking nutrition with Taz. Uh, As you may have heard from the first one, you know, Taz owns a, a Petropolis, which is a holistic pet food store here in Manhattan. She is a much sought-after consultant to both manufacturers and individual consumers on topic of pet nutrition. Welcome again, Taz. Thank you again for having me. Great. So we're going to talk this time about what specifically to give your dog in its meals and how often. And uh, let's go from there. So if we were doing the 100% best diet in the world what would it be no no cost what would it be can i give you a brand oh it would be raw it would be raw that is not high pressure pasteurized it would be a raw product that has not been um that doesn't have phages added to it phages are bacteria eating bacterias um so it would be raw that has not been high pressure pasteurized or had phages added to it it would be Raw food that is not mechanically separated meats, that's just meat sludge. Mechan- you know, mechanically uh-huh. separated meats are meat sludge. So um, it would be raw food that's clean, made from gap three, gap four meats or pasture-raised meats and is minimally processed. Uh, there are, There's a brand of raw food out there that's fermented that helps – eliminate the pathogen load. So the risk of any salmonella or any pathogens is almost eliminated. There's other brands out there that are pure, clean, grass-fed, grass-finished raw meats that are don't have any phages or they haven't high-pressure pasteurized, so they're not destroying the integrity of the meats. So there are quality brands out there. And, um, you know, I, I like raw foods that have the bones in there that have the whole animal in there and have no supplementation added. If they are truly quality meats, they don't need to add supplementation. And there are brands out there that fit into this category. They, you know, they created the category. There are great brands out there. And there are other brands that are trying to be that, but they're adding supplementation. They're adding, it, it's, it's gimmicky. So uh, yeah, they, they're using the meat sludge. They're not USDA. So there's get to know the brands out there. And then Re- go ahead. I'm sorry. 
read the label, call the manufacturer. That's all. I mean, it's yeah. Read the, it's only a couple of steps. Read the label. Learn how to read labels. Understand how to read labels. That's really important. Okay. okay. On that on that topic, if you see something on these labels of the ultimate diet that you're talking about, of the rolls or whatever else it is, or the frozen or the refrigerated brands, what would be one of the things to watch out for to not feed your pet? That's that's in there. Um. Uh, well. Hiding pea pea protein. There are some refrigerated brands out there right now in the supermarkets that have chicken as a first ingredient, pea protein as a second, tapioca as a third. Tapioca. Well, tapioca tapioca is a sugar that is not needed. Well, it converts to sugar. It's an emulsifier, and the pea protein again. There isn't that much as chicken mush and pea protein, and how much of it is chicken and how much of it is pea. So again, even though it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in the refrigerator in, let's say a very good supermarket, that's all natural. It's still not the best, but if you go that route instead of kibble, okay, you know, there's the, the, look, variety is key. So if you can do that, if you're traveling and you want to get something like that for a week while you're traveling, because your sitter can't do the feedings that you normally do with the raw, then go for it. It's variety. Variety is key. Just make sure that you know the brand owners and what they stand for. Okay. So let's say you do that mm-hmm. like we did with our bulldog mm-hmm. um, and went the whole pretty much exactly what you were saying. But let's say you're not going to do that or you're going to feed your dog kibble or nuggets as you call them once again look for 20 look for uh the first three to five that's going to actually have the protein that's going to say hi we're beef we're beef liver we're beef hearts we're beef Beef bones yeah eggs 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 are great or eggs or any other type say then then they add chicken protein whatever it is that's that's what it's going to be but you've also been an advocate say, okay, kibble, very easy. But of that diet that you should feed two, two, three times a day, mm-hmm. you say add 25% of your own work to it, meaning fresh meats, yeah. you know, fresh vegetables, but processed in the way we talked about the first time. Meat, just, you know, uh, not raw meat, you know, unless you're going to really... Yeah. Go and get something that can be raw meat. If they're going to be yeah. doing kibble, I'd rather they cook it. I, if they're going to be feeding right. kibble, I'd rather they cook it. So any kind. Of- but it's it's also bare. It's also uh, cooked minimally. Like don't overcook this. If you're going to be a piece of chicken, of that twenty five percent, you know that you're going to add to the kibble. Let's say you're going to get chicken, but you're going to get chicken that is grass fed. And talk all yeah, about- if you can, and, and if you can't afford it, not everyone can afford it. And they're trying to find the right path. So, yes, you can go to a, a you know big box store and get a container of organic chicken less expensive than you can at you know, a small uh, butcher. But uh, go ahead and get that and just sear it lightly and chop it up and throw it and take away 25% of your pet's kibble and add that to the diet. And, and, and what else besides that chicken, beef, uh, fish, whatever, organs, would you add? You can do gizzards, you can do beef hearts, you can do 
uh, you can do broth. There's a lot of good bone broth out there now and good broth out there that doesn't. Uh, yeah, bone broth is available just at the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, that's just a typical grocery make store now. Make sure so. there's no onions. It's not high in salt. Make sure there's no onions, please. No onions, onion powder. Please have that awareness. It can cause anemia in our animals. So stay away from the onions. Uh, okay, of that 25%. Of that twenty five percent, though, you have talked before that you could put in other things vegetable wise, yeah. and I think that was about ten percent of that twenty five, wasn't yeah. it? Yep, about ten percent. Okay, but you also you also could throw in things like you said, you know, blueberries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. throw in a handful of blueberries and blueberries. You can even do frozen blueberries. You can even do frozen vegetables. You can do fresh peas are fabulous, guys. Fresh fr- or frozen peas are fabulous. Just Take them out of the freezer and cook them stovetop and throw some in. It's great fiber. You can mix that into your pet's food. There's nothing wrong with fresh foods. It's the pea fiber and pea proteins that I'm concerned with. Listen, corn doesn't exactly digest for humans, so don't think it's going to – if you're having frozen corn, don't give it to your pets. But zucchini, butternut squash is great. You can even do canned butternut squash. It doesn't have to be you know, home-cooked. You want to make it easy. Take away 25% of, of that kibble, add 10% protein. I'm sorry, 10% vegetables, and then the other 15% of protein. You can get turkey burger, lean turkey burger that doesn't have any uh, onions added to it. You can do sardines in water. Sardines are fabulous to add. You can do or eggs. eggs. I love eggs. If you Dogs. don't want to do raw Dogs. eggs, do a soft-boiled egg. Put it in, put your egg in boiling water for about a minute or two, and then scoop everything out and blend it into your pet's food. Eggs are fabulous, and they're a complete protein. So eggs are lovely. You're saying a soft-boiled egg like what you would have with like, um, you know, like eggs benedict. Is that what you're saying? That kind of soft-boiled yeah, egg? Or? Yeah, or you can boil it in the shell, or you can or you can uh, poach it. Yeah. You can poach it. Real quick, since I since I'm a, since I'm a, a really 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 good cook, uh, soft boiled egg. Let's make it easy for them. Okay, take a dozen eggs, whatever you're gonna do, um, put them in a pot of cold water, boil it on the stove. When it boils, turn it off, cover it. Three minutes, soft boiled egg. You can crack it open and you can open it up and it's beautiful. That's all you need. It's not gonna go hard. Hard boiled eggs take eight minutes. So three minutes. Put those in the fridge, dry them off, put them in the fridge, and you've got one for all the meals. Perfect. Yes, and you know, it depends on your pet's size. You don't want to give it to them every day either. So every other day is fine, and then alternate with sardines, half a can of sardines in water. Um, you can okay. do oysters. You can do there, – there's so many options. Um, canned salmon is another one. Stay away from tuna. Please, high in mercury. You can do a little bit of canned salmon to replace some of the kibble, and it gives them good omega-3 fatty acids. So options are out there. Uh, just take a look at what's in your refrigerator. If you see some vegetables are, are kind of getting wilted, like some wilted broccoli, steam it, chop it up, throw it in your pet's food bowl. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, the big thing is, you know, say, oh, I don't want to buy all, prepare all this. There's ways to prepare it and have it, like, for the week and take a scoop of whatever it is that you're making. And then, of course, switch it out. Switch it off with other things throughout the, the month. Same way as you've talked before about um, switch out the basic protein of the kibble 
are the nuggets often. Do not feed the same thing, you know, week after week after week after week. You need a switch up. Yeah, well, depending on, on your dog, yeah, definitely. Give them variety because getting different, you know, the essential amino acids, those are the proteins. They need to get essential amino They get their essential amino acids from the proteins, right, from the meats. So given variety, there's less chance of our animals developing food intolerances, and I don't believe that a lot of these food intolerances are to, let's say, meats. Uh, I think the foods are so high in synthetic in synthetic vitamins. Most of these heavily processed foods don't even have quality meats in there. They're all meat meals. So we don't even know what part of the animal, what, part, what waste is coming from these rendering facilities that's being put in their food. So when we see these allergies, the skin, the itchiness, let's introduce some fresh foods so we can see really what's happening. And if it is, if your vet thinks there is a meat intolerance, then stick to one protein, eliminate the poultry and do beef only and get some good lean meat. And one thing that's important when you're making your own meats, um, make sure it's when you're feeding your pets your own meats, make sure it's a lean meat. Don't get fatty meats, okay? Lean is the best way to go. A lot of times our dogs will get uh, some diarrhea with the fattier meats. So um, vegetables, 25% to 75% of kibble. Okay, it's by volume. Uh, James, uh, thank you for pointing that out. So it's let's say you feed one cup of kibble, take away a quarter cup, and you add some meat and vegetables in its place. And that would be like a quarter cup. Let's just face it. You take it. Okay. Yeah, if it's by volume, yeah, that's perfect. I just want okay. to simplify. And if you can add a little bit more, please do. It's okay. Don't worry about these numbers. You can take away 50% of the kibble. One day you have more meat and you want to make sure you don't want to go back. Yeah, that's okay. Do it. They're getting whole foods. They're not going to be lacking because they're not getting their kibble. Don't worry about that. That kibble has so much vitamins added to it, so many supplements added to it. Yeah, two, three meals a week getting more meat than kibble is not, it's just going to help them. Great. So do the research, you know, and we know about doing the 25%. And that can be the vegetables, steamed, cooked, whichever. Um, nothing raw unless it's pureed, which you talked about. Um, you know where to get the the meat product from. And honestly, if I was doing it myself and cooking it, you know, for the vegetable part, there's at every place right now, um, you know, any grocery store, even the bodegas and everything here in New York City, even Whole Foods, when there's stuff that's getting ready to be, it's not pretty. We're taking it off the shelf. Or it came in and it's not pretty. They call it like the ugly, the ugly fruit and yes. vegetable now. You can buy that. You can go to like Whole Foods even. And when they're pulling stuff, it's not so pretty off the shelf. Oh, this zucchini, it has a scar. Freaking take it. <laughs> not take it, take it. Ask them or whatever else. Is this going off the shelf? Can I have this? You can. They're going to go and toss yeah. it in the dumpster. Not that I'm saying go dumpster dive. But you can get stuff from them. You can go actually to the bigger grocery stores in New Jersey, which I've done. And for just simple stuff, it said, 
where is your bin before you've thrown it out of whatever type of fruit? I'll take it. Cause I was making tomatoes. I was making tomato sauce. And I was like, I'll take the, you know, not so pretty tomatoes. Cause guess what? They're all going to be blended up and go into a sauce. So, I am. And they charge you almost I'm nothing for those. Sometimes they give them away. Other times they charge you barely anything. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. That's, you know, and make it for, you know, week, make it for longer, whichever. Make it in an ice cube tray if you have to. Honestly, that's what I would do if I was doing it again. You know, I'd make it an ice cube tray if it was, uh, you know, the beef protein or the broth mm-hmm. or anything of that sort. I'd do it and I'd yes. freeze it. In the morning, just thaw one out, and there it is. It's all done for yeah, me. Yeah, I have so. a client who has to her her pet won't eat anything without pumpkin in it, and you know these cans. She gets the the big industrial cans of pumpkin and puts it in an mm-hmm. ice cube tray, freezes it, and then takes the cubes and puts them in baggies. So every day she takes a few out and throws it in the refrigerator so it defrosts. So even if you get a canned product it doesn't have to go to waste if you have a small dog if you have a you know little frenchie or something you can freeze what you're not going to use oh yeah you know and switch yeah. it up yeah. you know a uh, big thing well let's uh disclose it is pumpkin that those people have it's a hundred percent pumpkin it is not pumpkin <laughs> pie filling totally different okay been there, done it. Oh my you, know. God. you gave Oliver pumpkin pie filling? I gave Oliver once. Uh, uh, they bought it and it said, oh, 100% natural. I was like, okay, hold it out. And I was cleaning up. That's because it went right through him and it was it made him it made him sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what? Then when found out, it's 100% natural pumpkin pie. I mean, not pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. Not pumpkin pie. Not pumpkin okay. pie filling, whatever else. However, they want to disguise it. So... And it's easy and lasts forever, and he loved pumpkin. Although a white-faced bulldog is not the best friend in a bowl with well, pumpkin. that's where butternut squash comes in handy. It's it's not as it's not orange; it's yellow. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next, Next time. time, you know. So yes, well, that's good. Things. That's a good. good that, Just that, quick, have to be careful huh? with certain vegetables. Be careful with uh, spinach. Spinach can cause urine oxalation, so. Be careful with um, certain green uh, vegetables. Don't overdo it, especially spinach. Be careful with that. And obviously no citrus and no seeds. Avoid any seeds, apple core seeds, pear. Your pets, your dogs can have apples and pears as treats or you can add them on. They can have the skin. Make sure you wash it. But none of the core seeds and not the core, okay? Those seeds are toxic. So be very careful. Great. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, Everybody can have know that by now. Yeah. Any pet owner, yeah, you I know, think so. I know, I know it's not true. I know it's just unbelievable how, but that's not your audience, I'm hopeful. <laughs> no, audiences are bulldogs and the betterment of making their lives easier and healthier. So do it through food. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll see a change. But if someone wants even more advice, uh, they can contact you directly, mm-hmm. Taz, you know, at uh, Petropolis. I believe it's PetropolisNewYorkCity.com, well, is it not? Petropolis NYC is my store, um, is the uh-huh. holistic pet store that I have. And the Petropolis is my consulting business where I consult with pet okay. owners uh, and do custom diets 
or work through you know, store-bought diets and give them the right diet for their pet and give them the variety. And um, I'll tell you, my, my some of my biggest customers have been, clients have been the bully breed owners because of all the food intolerances they have. And usually we just, you know, they're on so many medications and so many supplements and the wrong foods, we clean up their diet and we get them on something that's very simple. And often it's easier than what they're currently on. So uh, the list is where you can uh, schedule time to do a one-on-one consultation with me. Spell it as. P-E-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S-T dot com. There you go. And she's helped us. I mean, our beloved bulldog passed away this year, but he had a great healthy food diet uh, through you. And we found you years ago, and he loved everything you gave him. <laughs> so, oh, he did. He did very much so. Except, of course, the, uh, except, of course, the frozen fish liquid, which he did love, but he didn't like it. So but gross. I, I, he loved it. He, <laughs> no, he loved it. Except you had to like wash his face off because there's nothing like you know, thawing out raw fish gunk. Basically, it's chum. It I mean, if you want to say it, it's chum it's from shark. It's, it's fish stock. It's cooked. I know, but it, it just reminded me of like you know Jaws, the first movie, like yes. you know, <laughs> scooping out the chum and throw it in the ocean for the shark. Because if you open that and you give it to him, he loved it. But well, like I said, you had to like immediately go back with a wash rag and get his face because you know bulldogs in the dish and the jowls get everything is just. You don't want it smelling a fish. Yes, I know. Especially when they shake their head and get it all over your kitchen. It's fabulous. Oh, yeah. Then you get the slobber that, you know, sticks to anything because it's like, uh, you know, rubber cement. And you're like, oh, great. Why does, this, why does everything smell like a fish? Well, he had fish and he had it in a slobber and he shook his head and it's now stuck to the windows, the furniture and whatever. But, you know, any other way, I still <laughs> want a bulldog. Uh, so. Yes, sir. Taz gonna keep this short we'll have you on again again and again but in the meantime you have your uh patropolis that people can get a hold of you directly and uh schedule consultation so thank you so so much thank you for listening to part two of my conversation with taz latifi i hope you will tune in next week for my podcast with christy love an expert on cbd for pets Please send comments and or questions to us email bullobster, that's B-U-L-L-O-B-S-T-E-R at gmail.com or Twitter. Follow us at, at bulldog underscore butler. Thank you.